0: Debbie Downer.
1: Welcome into Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast. We are your hosts, your tippers, some might call us. We are Matt Regan, Ryan Haynes, and me, Mac. We got producer Kyle behind the screen for us. How are you guys doing tonight? Wonderful.
0: Doing good, man
1: good to hear guys uh if you did not check out our last episode uh episode 21 we did a bracket style on our top tiers of running back rankings and now we're going to get into the cup check where we go through the rest of the running backs we're going to fill on fill in on your bye weeks or flex plays or just some bench depth uh, and perhaps some sleepers we'll uh We'll tip our hands to you guys so if you are in our leagues that are drafting against us you might want to listen to this one don't. uh to to snipe us so uh we uh we're standing by our opinions so hopefully hopefully you guys don't uh take it too hard on us and take the guys we want but uh, i just want to say thank you for following us on YouTube at Just a Tip, a fancy football podcast. And we got Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. Links are in the description. You just follow along, subscribe, like the episode, download them. Really appreciate it. Share them with your friends. And uh, with that, Ryan, let's get into some uh, quick briefs here. Yeah, sure. Go ahead.
0: I wasn't sure what was going on there, but <laughs> I can't yeah, find so, the joke. So quick quick brief change is the uh, is, is my preferred method. Uh so anyways, there's some <laughs> injuries in them. training camp to report. That's right, yeah. Which is, you know, what fifty percent of the time, forty percent of the time, something like that. <laughs> uh, some quick injuries to report for from training camp this uh, over the last day. So Darren Waller has an undisclosed undisclosed injury. Uh, he's been working with a trainer and is considered day to day. Uh, Carson Wentz and guard Quentin Nelson are possibly trending for a week one start, which would be very surprising, uh, considering the news that we heard last week and Rashad Bateman, the rookie wide receiver from Baltimore is due to miss a number of weeks according to coach Harbaugh, Harbaugh. (laughs) There we go. And, uh, so guys going back to Waller, uh, what does this do for his ADP as we're coming up to draft time, thinking about undisclosed injuries and, and not really getting a lot of details? What do you think, Riggs? I'm going to throw this to you first.
2: I'm literally, while you brought that up, I'm literally on my phone trying to look up injuries to see if I could see anything. This uh, this makes me really nervous because uh, the big thing right now is those top three tight ends and do you take a, not a flyer, but do you waste that high capital space on getting those three? And now if there's only two, It gets real slim, and uh, injuries are never good, especially with tight ends who also block and catch, so it's a little bit of a different game. So this does make me quite nervous, and I hope something comes out soon so we can figure out where this ADP probably drops to. Mac, can you agree?
1: Uh, I do agree. I mean, if we were drafting this weekend and the news was still the same with Waller, I would not be taking him in the third round. I'd probably wait and go with Mark Andrews, who's becoming that number one target uh, in Baltimore. I, I think his value is going up while Waller's is going down. That's too bad for Waller
2: right. and our Raiders fans. but Raiders can't catch a break. Sorry. Sorry, Producer Kyle.
0: Hopefully this is like a true day-to-day and not like a – a day to day, which means year to year. So we'll we'll find out. I I'm excited about the Carson Wentz news because that's that's good for my my sleeper Paris Campbell. So fingers crossed that that happens. And then Mac does uh, the Bateman injury. Does that make you change how you're looking at the the wide receiver core? I know you just said Mark Andrews is obviously gonna be target number one, but does it make you feel any different about Hollywood Brown or Sammy Watkins or? Uh, that's about Sammy it. Sammy
1: Watkins in the beginning, man. I. I wouldn't rule it out. We'll see uh, if he's not going to have much competition. Yeah, might as well take a late flyer on him. I'm all set all right. with uh, Hollywood Brown, though. I'm I'm good with that.
0: Yeah, he really hurt me last year, so I'm going to try to stick away from him this year. We'll get into In
1: getting to know what our thoughts are on him uh, next week when we get into wide receivers. I got a few few for uh, Mr. Hollywood over there. All right.
0: Uh, Jimmy G first, Trey Lance the last one, real quick. Uh, interesting stats coming out out of camp. Uh, Jimmy G has gone uh, 115 for 186, so 62 percent completion rate with six touchdowns and six picks. That's not a good percentage uh, for touchdowns to picks. Uh, Trey Lance has gone 107 for 152. Oh, he's throwing it about 70 percent completion. And uh, poor Jimmy G. I mean, he's got 10 touchdowns to two picks. So, Mac, It's Trey Lance starting week one? Is this is this changing anything?
1: Well, it makes sense with all the talk during training camp of them saying, oh, Jimmy G's having a great camp and stuff. They're trying to boost his draft capital up to uh, trade him. a dr- Draft capital, excuse me. Uh, trade interest. So that makes sense. And when you look at the stats here, how do you not go with Trey Lance? If he's going against the ones on the San Francisco 49ers defense, which is pretty good when they're all healthy, mm-hmm. and he's putting up those kind of numbers, uh, with Kittle still being like a little, little banged up too. So, yeah, I would go with Lance. I know you're a big fan, Regan, so I
2: pretty much think you're saying week one, go with yeah. him. Well, oh, I'd love to. i love to see that, and I think that'd be awesome for the league in general. And you're definitely right on the whole talking Jimmy G up and see if they can get something for him. Um, they only had to trade a second round pick for him, so anything's just money in the bag. That being said, I do would like to look into this a little bit more and see if he. Do we really know if it was playing? He was playing against the ones, both of them. So you know, that's the only question I might have. Just to make sure. I, in general, do think, though, Trey Lance is a better quarterback and better for this team.
1: Yeah, that's just the total number, so it wouldn't be against the ones the whole time, uh, obviously. But, I mean, they're in the NFL. That's putting up good numbers, man.
2: Oh. Yeah, well, just the touchdown-to-interception ratio for either of them kind of, you know, it's just gross, six interceptions. That sounds like
0: it's... We got some preseason games to come, so we'll be able to see, you know, how these two are performing, and I'm sure they're going to go back and forth, to, uh, you know, get Trey Lance some reps against, you know, legitimate number one starters consistently. So, we'll see. But that's, uh, that's all I got for the briefs today.
1: Alrighty. Uh Thank you, Chuck Norris. (laughs) Thanks for those briefs, man. Uh, Tagless and fresh as always. Appreciate it. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna get into the leftover rankings, uh, our cup checks here. Uh, right, let's check some cups, guys, and uh, take some tips. Uh, just a reminder for you: uh, your tippers here are going off a of PPR format here. All right, with our rankings, so keep that in mind. Check out last episode, like I said, episode 21. Uh, we went through the tw- top 20 running backs, like I said. Uh, so. And now, let's get into our rankings here. Uh, We got the uh, running back rankings on the screen here for you. Uh, We'll have them up on a website for you guys soon uh, in the not-too-distant future. Uh, But if you want to follow us on uh, YouTube to watch it, uh, we'll go through them. And uh, Regan, go ahead, take them away.
2: All righty, guys. So, just so we... uh establish what we did last week we broke up uh, broke the uh first 20 running backs with the first four obviously taken out christian mccaffrey dalvin cook derrick henry and alvin Kamara. those are our consensus top four Needless to say whenever you get them you're, you're golden barring injury or something like that i'm not going to go through what five through twenty Uh, You obviously see what we got here. Watch our last episode. You can uh, catch yourself up on what we think of those guys. So right now we're going to start off with our consensus 21 running back off the board, and that would be J.K. Dobbins from the Baltimore Ravens. So I think this one, guys, is really just me having to sell him to you guys. Uh, I have him at 16. Ryan has him at 20. Mack at 26. I honestly, even like the past couple – well, the past – Well, last season, I guess, I was not high on him. And this year, after plugging in my stats, what I think he's going to get, he magically just popped up at 16, which I was actually very surprised about. Uh, That being said, looking into it more and trying to determine why I have him that high, I, I think it's really just the expanded role he possibly could get. You know, he's coming in as a solid RB2, possible RB1 upside, if you ask me. In 15 games last season, Dobbins rushed for 805 uh, yards and nine touchdowns and 134 carries. Great. We know this team loves to run, and they're talking about just getting their running backs more involved, which is just adding to the workload. So it's honestly a win-win situation. I don't see his rushing going down at all, uh, and I see his catches going up. So if those catches go up, I'll have to check where he finished last year. But just think of the stats last year and adding – you know, thirty catches to it or something like that. He's gonna he's gonna be on that cusp of the RB one. I don't know. Do either of you guys? Do you guys both see this? I'll start with you, Ryan. Do you see this a possibility of actually him breaking into the RB one?
0: I I do. I I like J.K. Dobbins. The the my ranking of twentieth isn't a slight on him at all. And I think you put it perfectly. Like he's a solid running back two with running back one upside. His involvement in the passing game is questionable, which is why I have him ranked at, at 20. But his yards per carry last year, I mean, the dude averaged almost seven yards a carry. So, I mean, you can't beat that running the football, and they're still going to run a lot. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, Riggs.
2: Yeah, and he, he only trailed his quarterback for yards per r- rushing attempt, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> All him and Kyler Murray. So I thought that was really impressive. Mac, you got anything on this? Can I sell you? Yeah. I am a bit
1: bit low on him, Uh, but yeah, his his uh, receptions last year he only had eighteen. I don't see him getting thirty more receptions this year, maybe ten more. Uh, But yeah, I have him pretty. I only have him for like twenty five receptions. Uh, but 950 yards rushing. I, I do see him getting more involved, and with the news of Bateman missing some time, they're gonna have to get him more involved in the passing game. So, yeah, he should be he should be bumping up in my rankings, perhaps to 22. You got to see what
0: happens with Gus Edwards and how much they use him. That's that's gonna be I mean, key. If, if they're tailing away from Gus Edwards, then Dobbins is gonna move up into that conversation that Reese is talking about. If they if they use Gus Edwards some more. Uh, more than they did last year. And it's more of like this 50, 50, 55, 45 backfield that's problematic for Dobbins.
1: That's what I think going to happen. I mean, they gave Gus a two-year extension, right, this offseason. I believe that's mm-hmm. what it was, where like 10 mil. So they're going to use him too. So Plus with Jackson running, I just don't see enough going to going to Dobbins to have him break my 24 initially. So, yeah, we'll see.
2: All but no stuff, you, you have not sold me damn <laughs> honestly i haven't sold myself i'm still pretty um iffy about this guy but th- i just see the potential and i see it possibly written on the wall and i am excited all right so we'll jump to our next guy number 22 miles sanders i think we're all a little iffy about this guy after coming off a somewhat shaky last year uh one positive note he averaged 18.3 ppr points per game uh per game on his three starts with jalen hurts so just something something to keep an eye on. <clears throat> that being said, excuse me, the bad news is uh, they have Jordan Howard, Kerryon Johnson, and Boston Scott still there, and they also dr- draft the rookie Kenneth Gainwell. So it is a uh, pretty crowded running back room. Um, I don't think we really have to get into this too much. Miles Sanders, he has the capability of being a good RB two. That being said, I am shying away from him with the uncertainty of how – the running uh I'm sorry, the ball's gonna be divvied out between this group. I think Kenneth Gainwell will definitely steal some of his catches away, which is a big part of his game. Like I said last week, guys, if you guys want to stop or whatever, you have anything to add in, just let me know. Um, yeah, no, trying- we
1: pretty much agree. Yeah, our <laughs> consensus rankings there. It is a pretty crowded running back room right now. There will be some cuts. Uh I'm not sure Jordan Howard will make it. Uh but we'll see.
0: My only note on this is just check, your, uh, check who's drafted around Miles Sanders at his ADP, because I think you're going to want other people that are around him.
2: Great point, great point. That's the, <clears throat> that happens a lot around the, that fifth round, sixth round. Actually, I think he's going earlier than that, which kind of
0: he's earlier than that, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean.
2: All right, so I'm glad Mac started talking, though, so I'm going to bring up David Johnson at our 23. <laughs> All right, buddy. I, the only things I want to bring up is the list. David Johnson, Philip Rivers, Scotty Phillips, Rex Burkhead, Buddy Howell, Mark Ingram, Dante, Dante Hilliard, a couple of those guys you might not know, but in general we know Philip Lindsay, we know Rex Burkhead, we know Mark Ingram, obviously David Johnson. That is, that might be more crowded than the Miles Sanders backfield. I do think this guy has has it in him to be a great running back. I just don't know if he's going to get all the work. Yeah, they're not all staying on the team. Uh, Mark Ingram, he is in there to help
1: out um, the new coach from Baltimore. He was the wide receiver coach. The name's escaping me. I apologize. But he needed some veteran help and somebody that he knew, so they signed him. I don't see him. He was a shell of himself last year uh, on Baltimore, so I don't expect much from him. Rex Burkhead, he's good for a game, and then he gets hurt, so I'm not worried there either. Uh, David Johnson, yeah, just a PPR guy. He was ranked 21 last year, so and he got 46 targets. Yeah, it's gonna be different with the different quarterbacks this year. I don't see Ja'Shawn Watson playing. Uh, so yeah, it's gonna be different, but it's Brandon Cooks and him. I really don't mm-hmm. see uh, anybody else taking targets and getting the getting the workload. Except Phil Lindsay. Phil Lindsay, will get we'll get some too, but. Yeah, I might be a bit too high on him,
2: but uh, yeah, got I got him at twenty-seven enough. to your nineteen, so yeah. we're pretty far apart on this one. Uh, <laughs> you and you didn't sell me either, so that's a good really range for
0: either. him, though. That's a good range. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking? Like mid RB two to low end RB. He's a low end RB
1: two. Yeah, he's not. He's gonna be your third at most running back taken if you go two running backs and fill out receiver and tight end and stuff you're not gonna you're not gonna take him till late so uh, he's just a I think, think mac
0: hit his ceiling perfectly and i think reeks hit his floor perfectly i don't see him lower than 27 i don't know if i see him higher than 19.
2: yeah I feel like if he was on a different team things would be totally different because the guy does have s- strict talent you know he's had like one injury and that was like a freak broken arm. So the guy's a tank, and it's just the, it's the Houston Texans. What do you expect? <laughs> All righty, number twenty-four. I'll uh, bring it to the next next one. Uh, Daryl Henderson. So obviously Cam Akers goes down. Daryl Henderson becomes the next starter. They are not, or at least don't plan on uh, taking in any uh, veterans or anybody on the free agency. So Daryl Henderson, it is as a at this point. A couple of notes on him: Henderson has only played over 50 50 uh, of the snaps in just two career games and, and he's had 38 uh third down snaps over the two year career you know they do use him on the third down but not as much as you want to and the fact that he's only had two games over 50 percent of snaps is crazy uh i guess the only worry is he is being drafted quite high i think it's like fourth round adp and really? We don't know at all if he can handle this workload. Like I said, he's only had two games with 50 percent of the snaps. It's not. Yeah, those weren't those weren't even his
1: best games either. So correct. Yeah, Uh, Xavier Jones. He's been uh, he's been impressing uh, Sean McVay over there as well. So look for a split backfield, and that's what you got to deal with when you get to these uh, RB two lower end. Guy said it's going to be a split backfield, so I don't want to get too pr- repetitive with that. But, yeah, he needs a lot of attempts, and I just don't see him getting it.
2: He said this is some high capital fourth round for a guy that we don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know something. We know he's a uh, running back in the NFL, but can he <laughs> handle the carries? <laughs> That's what it is. I think else Ryan or can I move?
0: no if he slips come draft time he might be worth a pick in the in the sixth round seventh round somewhere around there uh, but if he's sneaking up the draft board again look at who's being drafted around him or who's available around him and you probably like your other options
2: said all right we'll run to the next one uh 25. we have uh James Robinson who was a league winner last year, top 10 running back at certain points in the year. Must a must start, and now they drafted Travis Etienne in the first round. And Ever is already saying that he's viewing Etienne as the third down back, which is not good news for James Robinson. They did say that he is going to be, you know, focusing more on catching and stuff like that, but that's already a negative for James Robinson because he was catching passes last year, and that's what made him the complete running back last year. So, this really scares me. Um, I am okay with taking a flyer on him later on, but he's going to have to fall for me. Um, Agreed. Guys- yeah. All right. So I think that's kind of a simple self-explanatory one. He's a great want Yeah. I
1: roster. just want to say, like, when will he be faded out, do you think? Like, what week? Like, I think he'll start in the beginning, but he's not going to keep the job. They spent a high capital on ETN. It's kind of like we talk about with quarterbacks. When is the rookie quarterback going to take over? When's the rookie running back going to take over? Kind of like a Cam Akers coming at, what, week nine mm-hmm. type, of, st- type of deal? That's what I
0: had in my head. Week nine is kind of where I was thinking.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, if you if you got him there later and it's like, all right, see what he does and then trade him later, package deal, nothing wrong with that.
2: I think but, I think where my, my mindset – sorry to cut you off. I think where my mindset no. is uh, it depends on which direction this team goes in. Um, meaning, are they are they gonna yeah right? Are they gonna suck a lot and have to be playing catch up the whole time, or are they gonna be a decent team? Um, I think if they're somewhat of a decent team and not always playing from behind, James Robinson will be a little bit more value valuable. You know, if they can move the ball, James Robinson's a little bit more valuable. It's it, it could go either way, and I think at, uh, you know maybe your week nine that you guys are saying we'll figure out who's going to be that back on this team at least for the remainder of uh, this coming up year. Right on. All righty, 26, Ronald Jones for the Tampa Bay Bucks. You know, uh, both uh, running backs for Tampa are going to be in our top 30, I believe, or 32 at least. I really don't have much to say on Ronald Jones. I am somewhat staying away from this team just because of the backfield. You know, they have Giovanni Bernard now. They have Ronald Jones. They have – what's his name? Why am I zoning out? Leonard, oh, Leonard Fournette. Yep. Do you guys have anything on him? I'm kind of like you, just uh, nervous. You don't know who's going to get the run that day.
1: Yeah, some reports from camp. They're saying that uh, Gio's having the best <laughs> out of all the running backs. So
2: that's not good. He's got something to prove. Said. That poor yeah. guy's stuck in Cincinnati forever behind Joe Mixon. I do. Yeah, once I, you're right. I mean, once,
1: once, uh, once I saw that news, I was like, all right, you know what? I'll pick him up. Deep death piece and uh dynasty. We'll see what happens. Hopefully he can fill on a bye week.
2: Like it. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh 27, Kareem Hunt. So we all know what this guy has. You know, he's uh he's a low end number two running back with uh back when Ch- uh Chubb's healthy, excuse me. Uh he's a number one running back, you know, if Chubb goes down. I think that's so simple, self explanatory. He is a great running back, that, but this team has two great running backs. And Nick Chubb's obviously the workhorse of this team. The whole team revolves around him uh, a little bit more on him. Uh, that makes Hunt worth a fifth round pick in PPR leagues, but he has more upside than everyone else at, you know, at this point. So if Chubb goes down, he becomes, you know, a possible league winner. If you ask me, he, he's he got RB2 to, you know, RB3 upside, but but with great upside. This guy's, he's kind of, kind of hard to explain. He's got such good value, but it's an RB2, so you, you kind of fade away from him. Uh, Mac, I know you like Nick Chubb. How do you feel about Cream Hunt?
1: So I was trying to look it up. I, I can't recall if he is going into a contract here, so he will have that extra motivation. I do like those guys. But, yeah, I think he only became relevant because Nick Chubb went down. I explained that with our last episode Oh, uh, we were talking about Nick Chubb. And uh, I I probably do have him too low. Where do I have him? Um, Yeah, 31 right now. That's probably too low. With a 17-game schedule, I'll try to get him involved more. Yeah, he can bump up more, but you're really banking on an injury. Uh, But, I mean, I would, if I draft Nick Chubb first overall, I'm probably going to go Kareem Hunt as a handcuff because he's the best handcuff out there. Mm. It's like him and Tony Pollard. Because if Zeke goes down and Tony Pollard uh, can light it up as well.
2: To be honest with you, in my keeper league last year, I was playing Nick Chubb and Cream Hunt for some some time. Yeah. You know, during the year, and they both were actually great. You know, and in they, that team, what, you can do it. You
1: can do it with those guys, but you can't do that with Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette. Uh, it's something like that. These are. If Kareem Hunt was on another team as the number one running back, then he'd be a second-round guy Quick thing, because he's behind Nick Chubb. Sorry, go ahead. Right.
2: No, that's fine. I just wanted to throw one more thing out there. So when, when Chubb left last week uh, – I'm sorry, last year, uh, week four with the injury, Hunt was a top-eight running back in all formats. And then when mm-hmm. Chubb came back, uh, Hunt ranked 18th in PPR, yep. which necessarily is a steal in the fifth round for uh, 18 – eighteenth overall PPR running back. So oh maybe not yeah, steal, just, but good value I mean.
1: You no, know, it was yeah, it was incredible value. I just think it's gonna be he's gonna be overvalued this time because you were getting him in like the eighth round last year and now it's fifth, sometimes that's- fourth. Yeah. That's good why I'm like I'm kinda gonna pass on him. But Ryan, you haven't talked much. I'm sorry, I'm talking too much. You go right. No,
0: and I I agree. I agree wholly with what you're saying. And I like the Chubb-Hunt handcuff, but I feel like uh, what you're saying is that it's going to be very costly to have that handcuff too. Uh, Right. It's going to be the best handcuff, but also you're going to have a lot of other choices. And this is kind of my common theme of the evening is that you're going to have a lot of choices in that fourth round, fifth round, and um, Kareem Kareem Hunt as a handcuff might not be – ideal in that situation
1: yeah the only way i would do it is if it was the sixth round i'd be like okay i got two stud receivers i took nick chubb first with my fifth sixth pick in the sixth round and kareem hunts there i'll take him but i'm seeing him go in the fourth i'm not i'm not gonna spend that high
2: too sweet Mm -hmm. sweet for the blood
1: Already enough on
2: Kareem Hunt and RB2 status. Uh, let's uh, jump to the number 28, Raheem Mostert. So we all think and know he's uh, this, uh, what the fastest running back in the NFL, <laughs> I believe. Fastest with the ball, yeah. Yeah, right? So mm-hmm. the guy's got talent. He can be a, a stud running back. That being said, injuries, like most players on San Fran, are a problem. So can he last <laughs> – he not they drafted, what, Trace uh, Sermon as well? mm mm-hmm. so, And Elijah Mitchell. Don't yes. sleep on that guy. Oh, all right. Throw a little out there. I like it. Talk about a tip. Deep, deep tip. Oh, whoa, we just do just a tip here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Good yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it goes in deep. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> bad visual, guys. I'm so sorry I paused. <laughs> whoa, why are you visually? Oh. <laughs> That's a problem. All right. Excuse me. Uh, I'm not going to get too far on Raheem Mostert if you guys have have anything to throw in there. But I think he's a great running back if he can stay healthy. I think that's pretty much what it is. On to the next yeah, one. Yeah,
0: you know, where he's being drafted, low risk, high re- very high reward. So I actually am targeting Mostert in a lot of my leagues just because he's falling fairly right. deep. So... If you can grab a potential number one at like a Kareem Hunt in the seventh or eighth round, uh, you know, that's those are the guys you want to be looking at on draft day.
2: Mm-hmm. It's a great point because I've actually been picturing that too with getting Mostert a little bit farther down my uh, board, just especially if I go wide receiver heavy in the beginning, to grab him to be a possible top mm-hmm. 10 running back, maybe top 20 at the worst, he's looking pretty good. I think his rankings, what do we have him? 29th 28th and 26th i think that's all pretty much based on the guys that they drafted and can he stay healthy but we Mm -hmm. definitely all think he you know he has some upside his ceiling is uh definitely higher than that uh all right 29 guys chase edmonds and actually i'll I'll rank these two guys together we can talk about them both so we have chase edmonds at 29 and james connor at 30. so these Mm -hmm. both are on the arizona cardinals chase edmonds has been there for a little bit but he was behind um David Johnson and then Kenyon Drake Edmonds has literally only had one career carry inside the five yard line. He's also had three catches, and they were all all four of those carries were touchdowns. But he's only had one carry. That leads me to believe that James Conner is going to be the goal line back, which you know bumps him up in my rankings compared to Chase Edmonds. Those goal lines, those touchdowns in this high powered offense, I think is great. Some of those uh, touchdowns will get sniped by uh, Kyler Murray, which we all know, but James Robin should, uh, Robinson should get some. Uh, James Conner. I'm sorry. James Conner should get some. And we all saw Kenya Drake actually do pretty well uh, in the red zone last year with his touchdowns. So, and, oh, one thing I did want to throw to you guys is James Conner uh, has a familiar face here, James Saxon, who is also the running back coach for – Pittsburgh in 2018 I believe where he had his best season and that might have been a little you know, finagle on why they got him and why he wanted to come there and if Saxon saw him be that good there maybe he's trying to give him that workload here I don't know uh, that being yeah,
1: they brought in a new center too so I, I believe James Conner is going to get definitely the goal line work if they can get down there and stuff uh, I just I don't know what to do with them really <laughs> Uh, I I have him ranked pretty low, but I think I'm in
2: PPR. I'm going to take Chase Edmonds. Yeah, I think I think for me, I think I'm going to necessarily call James Connor a sleeper at this point. I think he's going to put in a lot more work than we all think. Mm, okay. I think I think Chase Edmonds is going to get some of those catches, but James Connor can do that if this guy can stay healthy. I think he has uh, some pretty big upside.
0: Yeah, I mean, I. I have I have Connor six spots ahead of Chase Edmonds and I, and I, and the reason why I'm thinking that and again I I'm with Mac like I have no idea what to do with these guys and what to think of this offense but uh, up tempo offense uh, probably a lot of no huddle it's probably gonna be a lot of whoever's on the field is the one who's gonna be playing and then when they get in the goal line you know they're gonna be swapping out uh, Edmonds for Connor so he's gonna have more opportunities and he might just get stuck on the field if they get into into a groove so. I mean, we'll see what happens with these guys. I think either way, uh, with the two of them at their ADP, wherever you're drafting them, you're probably getting a pretty good value.
2: Agreed, and I think if you if you, I uh, of course you guys should be doing mock drafts. So say you get you know, uh, Zeke Elliott first round, then you go wide receiver, tight end heavy. These uh, extra running backs like the Raheem Moster, the James Connors, the guys that you know are going to get. Should get majority of these catches or touchdowns. These are guys you guys should be grabbing if you kind of flake on those running backs a little bit early on. They have high upside, but they also do have some low ceilings. Uh, you know, low floors. I mean, yeah, and be patient with them. Uh, Correct. To find
1: out, you know, I'm gonna change. I'm gonna change this. I'm gonna go with James Connor, uh, just because three years ago he was running back uh, seven. Got him. And, yeah, you you, you, changed, you changed my mind here, Ryan. Yes. Uh, so if you can, if you got to running back seven, yes, different team and stuff, but if the potential's there and Chase Edmonds has never gotten higher than, what, 24, I think? What is it? Uh, 25th, excuse me, in PPR. Uh, and being with the same team. So, yeah, I think I I would take the chance on Connor in those late rounds, see what happens.
2: I think in my it's rankings, nice. I definitely was uh, leaning towards Edmonds with his catches, but I am definitely flipping Edmonds with Connor, probably straight up 25 for 31.
1: Yeah, he'll he'll be bumping up. He'll be bumping up my rankings. Let's uh, not put
2: him up too high, though. I want to get him as Not a- too high,
1: just above Chase, maybe Mostert, but that's about it. Maybe Ronald Jones, too, but Kareem Hunt's got to go up as well for me. So, I don't know, it's hard. It's hard when you get down to this... Uh, this low in the rankings
2: all
0: right guys Lots so we good got points there fellas. perfect on.
2: yeah so we got two more we got 31 and 32 so just a heads up again to reiterate what uh, mac was saying all these um full rankings so obviously we have uh, the top 50 that will be up on our socials and we'll also be getting up that up on the website as soon as we can um so there, obviously we do have a lot more content for you guys to take a take a look at but let's finish it off strong real quick here we got 31 naeem hines I really don't got much on Naim Hines. Uh, I'm kind of upset, but also excited when Max had uh, brought up the news or uh, Ryan brought up the news about um, Chase. Uh, what it called uh, Wentz and their guard coming back possibly for Week One, which would be huge and get this team going. I think Naim Hines is definitely going to have a, a say in this team, but he's definitely going to be number two by far. So, uh, you guys got anything on him? Yeah, he's he's just situational.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. depending on what the matchup is, you're really not going to, you know, he's on a every week starter and he's not particularly just your bi-week filler or a flex play all the time either. You really got to look at the matchups when we get to it during the season. If we find a good matchup and want to highlight them, we'll, we'll do that. But uh, yeah, you really got to pick your spot with him. Okay.
0: Yep. Agreed. Limited opportunity. Probably good, uh, a really good DFS option. You know, if you if yeah, you find the right matchup sure. to, to plug them in. But, yep, Usually it's the uh, limited opportunity. Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> All We'll finish it off uh, not very strong. We'll go with Leonard Fournette. I think he's <laughs> obviously just 32 because we know what Tampa Bay is. They are a powerhouse. They brought everybody everyone back this year to repeat. Something happens to Ronald Jones like it did last year. Leonard Fournette could come in steal all those touchdowns still kind of one-sided on the whole mostly just running game, not big on the uh, receptions. Uh, I think he's kind of just a fill in play. Not, not much uh, ceiling on this guy. You agree, Ryan?
0: Yeah. I, I don't even know if Leonard Fournette has a hamstring anymore. I mean, <laughs> pulled it so many times. How can it exist? I don't know. Good but, point. uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't have much to say about Leonard Fournette. Uh Limited opportunity, probably going to have a lot of boom, bust games. Definitely more bust than booms, but, Definitely. you know, not a bad guy to get late.
2: All right, Mac, anything to say on him before we close out?
1: No, I think that's enough on him. Uh, I do want to bring up one thing, though. Uh, Jamal Williams, I know we, we have him a lot lower in our rankings, but uh, I just want to say I think he's going to be my Kareem Hunt for this year. Uh, I just wanted to highlight when – uh He's out of the shadow of Aaron Jones now. And with DeAndre Swift's injury problems, look out for him in Detroit. Uh, He had a couple games where his snap percentage was above 85%. He had 21 and 18 points. Those were the games Aaron Jones was out. So if that happens, look for him being like Kareem Hunt and taking advantage of the uh, situation. And you can get him pretty late. Oh, yeah.
0: Or yeah. well, maybe not undrafted, but very late. Yeah. Well, um, if you're in
1: my league, I'm drafting them. So, <laughs> no uh, get them before I do. If you don't want. blame yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, you guys got a a favorite rookie running back this year?
0: Michael well, Carter. Besides
1: besides Najee Harris, we talked about him last time.
0: Hmm. Seems like yeah, Michael, Michael Carter's Carter is going to get the most opportunity early and consistently throughout the year.
1: Uh, same. He's also I, I hear he's not too good at uh pass blocking. So like, when he's <laughs> when he's out on the field he is gonna be uh either going out for a pass or running the ball. So Chop block. Uh, <laughs> that's that's best for uh fantasy football. <laughs> You'd only know, get points for blocking. Well I like it. I agree
2: on uh, him too, yeah. So
1: Yeah, all right. You guys got anything else you wanna for the leftovers? Anything
2: else? You good? nothing going to the pats game tomorrow so i am pumped nice. football season is back in there are free tickets guys
1: and free. free donations yeah. are great yeah you didn't get me one
2: though uh there was only one my friend i'm the third wheel of this one <laughs> i was like i'm still going oh so josh right. wheeler love you buddy
0: well send us those uh live live updates and i'll tweet them out to our to our followers
2: oh, yeah, you get it. i'll bring my koozie and all
0: excellent <laughs>
1: All right, appreciate it, guys. Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to us uh, and watch us on YouTube here at Just a Tip, a Fantasy Football Podcast. Like, subscribe. I uh, want to thank producer Kyle for uh, putting this all up for us. Uh, thank you, Regan. Thank you, Hainsey. Uh I'm gonna go watch Hard Knocks right here. Zeke's looking pretty, pretty awesome, uh, pretty shredded out there. So, I'm go check that out. Watch his ADP. He's going to be
2: number two overall. Oh. (laughs) After this season. They showed Dax uh, Scar on there, too. (laughs) Pretty gruesome, I heard. Yeah, poor guy. I want to see that. Yeah, I know you do.
1: You're weird. (laughs) I'm weird. I'm into that gruesome stuff.
2: Yeah, we know. (laughs) (laughs) Good night, everybody.
0: Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.